0: Hello listeners and welcome to another episode of The Preview Podcast. I'm Mitch Lewis from Form Breakdowns, here to take you through this weekend's South Australian race meeting. This weekend, SA Racing heads out to Gawler, so going to be a little interesting, I reckon. Um, there's plenty of value to be had and we're looking at a wet track, so will be interesting. So we'll start with going through the actual conditions, so... As we record, as of right now, it's Thursday. The track's a soft seven, but there's a fair bit of rain around probably tonight and Friday, and I think there's showers Saturday. So I've done the form, expecting it to be probably a heavy eight. I think it is going to be pretty sticky. Um, The rail's in the true. So I don't think the rail's been in the true position for a few meetings now here at Gourler. What I tend to find is sometimes at Gawler, when it's wet, um, the rail can play off and runners will look to sort of fan out into the middle of the track. But with it coming to the true position for the first time in a while, I'm not 100% sure that's going to be the key. So we're really going to have to just keep an eye on how the track's playing. I would imagine if I was a jockey, I would be aiming sort of lanes three, four, five. I reckon that's probably going to be the better part of the going, but I think leaders will be advantaged and obviously runners with the heavy track form are something that we always like to look for in these sticky conditions so let's whip through all the races then so we've got a two-year-old race in race one it's a bm64 over the 1100 meters i think this race is tricky enough given it's two-year-olds on a heavy track i've put number five Capulet on top for the McAvoys. So the McAvoys bring this horse across after it's run a few stronger level races back in Victoria. I think they're looking for that win, so it's placed in its last three runs, including runs at Warrnambool, Pakenham, and Swan Hill. Potentially finds this easier. It's a well-bred horse, so I've put it on top, but like I said, it's a two-year-old race, and I'm not super confident in how it's gonna be with these young horses. Um, Rounding out the picks then, I've put in number one, Shadowfax, and number four on the scent. So these two horses debuted together two weeks ago at Um Shadowfax was second behind the winner, Free Beer, and on the scent was only less than a length off them as well. So those two are around the mark. I've got on the scent as the third pick, given uh, he's drawn inside, which I think that might be a slight disadvantage, and Shadowfax is probably going to get a pretty good run from eight, but... Like I said, they're my three picks. Not super filled with confidence given it's the young horses on the heavy track. But I think Capulet's the one that's probably got the form on the board to suggest it should be winning here in an easier assignment. On to race two. So this is a BM 84 over the 1,200 metres. I found this race tricky enough as well, and that's purely based on the yo-yoing sort of form we get. So number four, Metro Legend for Aaron Bain I've put on top to beat number one, Picago. So these two horses have met a couple times this prep. Um, Metro Legend won one, Picago finished second that day. Picago won last start, Metro Legend was fourth, but I'm expecting Metro Legend to be able to flip it today again. Um, It's a locally trained horse based at Gawler, uh, but the advantage I think it's got is definitely the weight. So Metro Legend will carry... 54.5 54.5 kilos after the claim, and Picago is going to carry 58.5. So since Picago won that last start, it's just sort of started to eke a little bit away, that sort of weight advantage. So Metro Legend will push forwards from Barrier 6, probably find itself in a good position, and with the weight advantage, I think it's probably going to be well-placed. Um, but like I said, it's going to be close, because Picago, as my second pick, is a track specialist. It's had seven starts over this track and distance One, three, and second in the other four. And Alana Libacy as well has got a super record on the horse. Eight starts, four wins, three seconds, and a third. So I haven't got much between the four and the one. I just think with the weight on a heavy track, the four is going to be every chance to improve. And in saying that, my third pick is number three, Keith Reading for the Jolly team. I don't think we've seen the best of Keith Reading this prep yet, but I think it's a pretty handy horse when it finds its race. Um... I'm a little bit just interested to see how it's going to, going to go on the heavy, but if he handles the heavy, he's up to the 1,200 metres today, which are big positives for him. But like I said, I think the other two are probably better placed. So we move along to race three now. This is a BM76 over the 1,700 metres. I'm keen play in this race. I want to be with number three, Rialto, for Stuart Padman and Sophie Logan. I really think this horse is pretty well placed. Um, we know it loves a heavy track. Three starts on the heavy, one, two, second in the other. Um, but from barrier five and with 56 and kilos after the claim, I think Real is gonna lead and probably take this race up to everything else. Um, He looks to me like he's just going to get to that front position without having to do too much extra work. So I think he's very well placed here on a track that I'm expecting will probably favour runners on speed. I like him on the heavy. He's won over this trip before. I think he's going to be pretty hard to catch if they let him get away with some easy sectionals in the run. Number one, Cash and Checks is my second pick. I thought Cash and Checks' best is probably good enough, but you know it's run into some slow tempos and a bit of bad luck this prep. If you go back to three runs, he was second in an open handicap race behind Conqueror and beat the Handy Horse putting that day. So there is strong form there if he turns up, but from barrier three, potentially he's a little bit risky of him getting too far back and getting caught on the rail. Um, third pick for this race... Monte Pulciano for the Jolly Stable. He's In his last three starts, he's 1-2, comes second in the other. I reckon he's in good form. He's another one that I'm just a little bit risky on how far he gets back, but you can't knock how good a form he has been of late, so include him and respect him as well. Race 4 now. This is a BM64 over the 1500 metres. Uh, A lot of these horses meet each other again after they went around together two weeks back at Morfittville. Number one, Chipson was the winner that day, but I think it's going to be a little bit more disadvantaged here today, so I'm willing to take it on. I want to be with the horse that came second to him that day, number three, Delightful Shecky for Dylan Caboche and Jason Holder. So if you go back and watch the replay, Delightful Shecky pushed forwards a little bit more, you know, settled about midfield rather than going back. What he was doing... A few starts ago, I thought he was really strong to the line and Chipson just sort of tracked him up everywhere he went and was just that tiny bit stronger late, but... For me, Delightful Shecky out of barrier 11 is going to be a better advantage. I think he's going to be able to find some space, while Chipson's got barrier 3 and some more weight. I think it's a little bit of a risk there from barrier 3, like I said earlier, getting caught on the rail and a few pairs back. So Chipson probably needs some luck, and I think Delightful Shecky's going to be able to make his own luck. Um, he's placed in his last two. I reckon he looks closer to win, so I'm happy to be with him today. Second pick for this race, I went with... Number six, Zach's back. So Zach's back was third in that race. Um, had a little bit more bad luck coming into the straight, but there was a bit of a gap between first and first and second and the third runner. So I think Zach's back will probably need some more luck again from that barrier. But it was definitely a good finish. If he finds free running space, he wouldn't surprise me at a good price. And then number two, Bunjil will close out my picks for the McAvoys. Um, he was a good Werribee Maiden winner in December, uh, and then he's had a spell resumed, and this is him second up today, going up in trip. So he won second up last prep. The McAvoy's come bring him across. You know, I don't think they do that half heartedly. So I'm expecting him to be in pretty good nick for this race, and he's a good each way price as well. Race five now for the stayers. So this is a zero to sixty four over the two thousand one hundred meters. I find it a little bit like um, the second race with Metro Legend and Picargo. You find a few of these horses meet each other sort of week in, week out and take turns. Um, The one I've identified in this race is number five, Campo Basso for Alana Libacy and Gary and Dean Alexander. So I'm a big fan of this horse. He's just rising through the grades now. So the test is whether or not he's up to some of the level of these other runners. He's been over this track and distance three times, and one twice. But the big key for him is if we see a heavy track. So he absolutely thrives on the heavy tracks. He's had six wins on 17 heavy starts uh, and placed in another six. So loves the slot. He's going to go forwards. He likes to put some pace into the race. And Alana Livesey is going to take off three kilos. So he's only going to have 54 on his back. I think that's a pretty good advantage for him, that same sort of thing. If he runs away early and gets some easy sectionals, I think he'll be pretty hard to catch. He sort of burnt himself out last start chasing um, Michael Hickmont's Berimley. It sort of sort of goes pretty hard up front. And I think Campo Basso sort of got caught up trying to chase it. So like this one today, I think he's going to get an easier time up front. Second pick, number nine, on Club. Been with on Club a couple times this prep and it's just sort of let us down a little bit. I think she can probably improve. She goes pretty well on the heavy track, and they've put Jack Tyroke on, so they obviously mean business. Barrier 2 maybe for me is a little bit of a risk, but I think at her best she's a handy horse, and she'll probably see out this trip pretty easily on the heavy. And then number 1 toy addict to close out the picks for me is a winner on the heavy track and distance specialist. Four starts here and one, two of those, third in another... It's a proven stayer. If it gets really sloppy and really heavy, I think you'll just be able to outgrind a few of these. So that's what I've put in for the third pick for this race. Moving along to race six now. So this is a BM70 over the 1,200 metres. I'm keen to play in this race. I want to be with number one, Jackson Ice, for Richard and Chantel Jolly. And Campbell Rowilla hops into the saddle. So he's in some super form, this prep. In his last, well, five runs, this prep, he's won three and was second in another. He's won two in a row, so he's looking for three today. Now, I reckon one of the keys for him is I don't think this is an overly strong race. So I think he's actually probably going to find it slightly easier than The last couple he's competed in, Um, he's drawn barrier one and looks the likely leader. So if I am right and they can take up the speed, I think he'll be in the best position. So Canberra Wheeler takes two kilos off. He'll only go around with 59 kilos on his back. I'm not too concerned about that because two starts ago, he won with 60 on his back. So the little knock for me is we haven't seen him go around on a heavy track. So depending on how heavy it gets... We might have to change our tip, but I'm expecting him to push forwards, take control of this race, and in the form that he's in, I think he'll be pretty hard to beat. Second pick in this race, we're going with Legless Lady. We made Legless Lady our best, oh, jeez, I think it was three or four weeks ago now, and she finished third that day behind Jackson Ice. Um, I just thought... She's probably going to get a little bit back, and if she lets Jackson Ice get away with some easy runs up front, I think she's going to need to do a lot of work to catch him on this track. She is drawn in barrier 12, which is probably a positive, as it's going to give her that opportunity to be able to find a run. Um, at her best, she's probably good enough when if she does get a little bit of luck. And then number 11 is a race I've got. Uh, third last week in a pretty handy race. Um, heavy track form's good. Five starts in the heavy in one, two. I don't think this horse would be surprised at some pretty big odds. It's drawn a middle barrier, and it's got some pace that would probably sit just off the leaders. It could probably track up Jackson Ice. Uh, up to the 1,200 metres today, here's the query for me, but if it finds a sweet enough run, it potentially could shock a few here at some pretty good price, I'd say. On to race seven now. So tricky enough little race this one, I thought. I reckon it's pretty open. I'll probably have a few in the quaddy, but... I've settled with number one Exalted Fire for Michael Hickmont and Campbell Rawilla in the saddle. Look, I thought this horse was a massive chance last weekend. I had it on top at Murray Bridge, but they scratched. So, turns up here today. I thought the race three weeks ago at Murray Bridge was definitely pretty handy. It was a handy field. Um, he was second that day behind Alienate. For me, he's a winner here at the track. He's done some good work with Camberouilly in the saddle before. They've never missed the top three from five starts. They've had a win three seconds and a third. Uh, and he is a winner on a heavy track. So out of barrier four with a couple of kilos off his back, I think he's pretty well placed here today. Number six, Storm Hunter, is my next pick. So for those that have been following the last few weeks, I think I've been on Storm Hunter in his last three starts. So he's finished third in two of them, and in the other one the saddle slipped up his back, and it was a non-runner really. So, look, this will be the day that he wins, the day I'll hop off. So I think he's, he's come third in five of his last six and the other the sixth start was the day that the saddle slipped and you could completely forgive that. Um, he's always around the mark. The wide barrier is probably the biggest concern for him. But if the rail is very off by then, he's probably going to be in the best place in the best position in the straight. But yeah, I mean, for those of you that are sickos, you you may as well hop on as I've hopped off, because it's always the case, isn't it? You stick with one for a while, and then you hop off, and he wins the next start. But anyway, fingers crossed. Um, And then closing out the picks in race seven, I've gone with number 11, Garaya. So Garaya's been going around in some tougher races, takes a little step up in grade here today. He's... um, Not a winner at the track and distance, but he's competed well here previously. Uh, He handles a heavy track, and locking Nindorf on is a positive. I'm expecting him to be around the mark. He's placed in his last three. Expecting a good run from him. Race eight. Tricky enough little race here. This is a rating 0-62, 1,200 metre race for the fillies and mares only. Um... Like I said, tricky enough. It's probably similar to race seven. I'm going to have a few in the quaddy. I've put number one, Lady Simone, on top for Richard and Chantel Jolly. This horse, I thought two starts back when it runs second behind Stars and Gary it looked like it was going to be a pretty good chance when they turned it out last week at Murray Bridge, but she never really got luck, and that was probably a stronger race than what she meets here today. I like her placed against the Phillies. She's an older mare now, so she's tough and hardy. She actually loves this track. She's had five starts here one, two second in another, and third in another. But track and distance, two starts, a win in the second. The little knock for me is whether or not she handles a heavy or soft track. So she's no wins from 10 starts on soft or heavy. I think if she handles it, she's probably going to find herself in the best position in running. She's a leader in barrier 10. So I'd imagine if we are on a heavy track by this race eight, um, they're going to want to get off the rail, and she's going to be every opportunity to do that. My second pick for this race is number six, A Lot of Fun. So when we've seen the best of A Lot of Fun, she's looked the horse that's ready to sort of explode. Um, I think it was four starts ago at Strathalbyn, She made an absolute mess of him at a short price. And then as she's risen up the grade, she hasn't been far away from him, but she hasn't really been able to stamp her authority yet. So she's a horse that I think has got some pretty good upsides. Um She's a winner here at the track. But, yeah, she's one that you need to take on a little bit of trust, I'd say. I'm expecting we'll see something from her soon. Uh, And then number five, more sugar, closes the picks out for me here. Second up today. I thought the first up run was pretty good when she was third at Balaclava. uh, But this is probably a little slightly harder race. She is a winner second up. uh, And she's come second on her one star over this track and distance. Uh, Take her on trust. She'll be back in the running, and that's the query for me. But a good horse, I'm just not sure it's a day for backmarkers. On to race 9, the final race on the card. So this is the similar race to race 8. This is a rating 0-62, to 1,200m race, but this is for the Colts and Geldings. This is probably closer to my value pick of the day. Number four, Midnight Rush for, again, Richard and Chantel Jolly. I'm expecting them to have a pretty good day here at Gawler. Look, I thought this horse was pretty good when it resumed at Murray Bridge three weeks ago. It was 2.2 lengths behind Bristler, who we know Bristler's a pretty handy horse. Came out last week and had a fair bit of bad luck in the run. So I think there were some excuses there. And I like the fact that they're backing him up. So I think that's a sort of... Sign that he's in pretty good nick, but didn't have the best of run last week, so they're giving him another chance here. Um, barrier 10 and l- a likely leader, uh, like I said for the last race, I think they want to get off the rail, particularly by races eight and nine. So, I'm expecting him to find a pretty good position in the run, and I think he'll give us a good shake at a decent each way price. Number 11, Portation is my next pick. So, Portation's an interesting runner, first up here today has had two first up runs previously in his career and comes second in both of them so he usually rolls out pretty good fresh. He's got a consistent overall record. He's had six starts for a win, two, uh, three seconds and a third so he'll likely want to push up and lead as well. Sophie Logan takes two kilos off his back um, and he's an each way play as well so I'm expecting the race is probably between the 4 and 11 but I'm just giving the 4 that sort of slight fitness edge on a heavy track. Now that Midnight Rush is third up and Portation's only first up and then to close out the pick this is a sort of the picks this is a rougher sort of one that wouldn't surprise me either number six Tupalu so Tupalu loves this track and distance combo he's had three starts over it one two and comes second in the other one He's won two out of three on a heavy track, so the conditions are going to suit him. Jason Holder on board, currently $17 and $5. I wouldn't be surprised to see him give this race a little bit of a shake, just being how well-suited he is on a, probably his favourite track and his favourite wet conditions. Yeah, he wouldn't shock me. Okay, so now we'll go through some best bets and the Gawler Quaddy, but first off I'll do a little Saturday around the grounds. We're going to head to Corfield. I've got a best there at Corfield. I'm gonna be with race eight number one ingratiating for James Cummings and Ben Mellum. So geez, I reckon this horse looks pretty well placed. First up here today. It's had five first up starts, one three and was second in another. Um can go on a wet track. It's had a win on the heavy, but track and distance as well, it's one two over this track and distance. I just think it looks pretty well placed. Um wouldn't be surprised to see it. Show up pretty nicely fresh here. Uh, and then a little each way. have got an SA horse that I'm keen to follow. And that's race seven, number six, Press Down. So last start, Press Down, was third in a strong handicap race at Flemington. It was only 1.6 lengths off the winner. I think that's a pretty good form reference. And, you know, Peter Hardacre is probably... Persisting with this horse over there in Victoria. Calamari goes over to take the ride. I just think it can give us another run at an each way price, and we're currently looking at 380 the place. So press down the Eza, SA horse, I think can run a good race there at Caulfield. Uh Gawler, let's go back to Gawler. I'm going to go through the, the quaddy now. Look, it's a pretty open quaddy, but I'm reasonably confident we've covered all sorts of grounds without spending too much money. So, race six, leg number one. We're going to throw in number one, Jackson Ice, number two, Danish Fortune, number three, Legless Lady, and number eleven, Zarace, Zacharay, or however you pronounce that. Sorry. Leg two, race number seven, going to be with number one, Exalted Fire, number three, Head Smart, number six, Storm Hunter, and number eight, Victory Bandit, and number eleven, Garaya. Leg three, race number eight, we're going to go. 1, Lady Simone, 2, Fancify, 5, More Sugar, 6, A Lot of Fun, and 9, Rose Ring. And then to bring us home, we're going to throw in the 2. We're going to be 4, Midnight Rush, and the 11, Portation. So according to my maths, that's $200 for 100%. So reasonably keen on that quality for this week. 3 best bets at the track. Race three, number three, Rialto for Sophie Logan and Stuart Padman. Race six, number one, Jackson Ice for Richard and Chantel Jolly and Campbell Rowilla in the saddle. And then race nine, Richard and Chantel Jolly again with Midnight Rush, Jake Towroke to ride. So there's the best bets, all the summary, the quaddies. Thank you for tuning in. And good luck this weekend if you are having a bet. Um, If you are having a bet, please do remember to do so responsibly and remember what it is you're really gambling with. If you or someone you know is having problems, call the Gambling Helpline on 1-800-858-858 or you can look them up online on thegamblinghotline.org. Thanks again for listening and good luck for this weekend.